minutes, 
science class, plastic Ooh, classes, and they just, they're literally just like fog yeah. machines, basically. Like they just, they have extra fog yeah. capabilities and they're like, they've been selected to be used just because they fog up so easily. Uh, anyway... Oh mate. Um, anyway, on on that note, on fog talk, <laughs> this is nothing what we planned to talk about. Mate, uh, yeah, no, we were planning to cover the fog, but definitely not fog talk. Um, mate, a couple of topics before we jump into the game. There's a few game related ones. Oh, mate, best thing. I did text you and Duck about this. I think uh, day after the Dockers game, so Sunday. Wore my retro, you know, the, when we played Essendon last year, uh, Sandy's yeah. last game, Sandy and Bell's last game, that retro jumper. I've got one of those. Um, yeah, that, that jumper. Uh, wore it to Coles just to do some shopping on Sunday. And as I'm like walking in, I'm like near the entrance, this indigenous dude just rolls in singing, free, oh, and I was just like, oh, I was just like, yeah, boy, you're a legend. Um, I was up and about. Normally, people like barely know what I'm wearing. They're like, they're probably just like, is that, "What is that disgusting?" That is a tight jumper? fitting NBA jersey you got on there, my friend. Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, what team's that?" <laughs> um, I haven't seen them in the NRL. It must be rugby union or something. Um, very good. I was at to watch the game. I went to a, I went for dinner with or like a late lunch, early dinner with Beck. But she had to book at that time because there was only those booking times. And then she had a friend's 30th after that I know as well, went to it. Uh, and then I left to, in inverted commas, go to another birthday slash to go home via a bowl shop and then watch by myself. This is really good. <laughs> We've done this before. I feel like last time you talked about ditching back and going and watching the Dockers. I feel like you, this is... I didn't ditch back. I ditched this birthday party to go to my, another birthday party, which was me on the couch watching Doc. Like, if he stays, like if he stays here, he's just going to watch it on his phone and he's going to yell. He'll yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the whole Uber home, I was basically just watching Dockers. And the guy's like, oh, so how's your night? It's like, nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <sighs> hey, oh, Richmond just kicked the goal. We're on. But yeah, Rich Cab, did you want to. We're not going to touch on the Carlton game, are we? Uh, nah, that game's balls, man. I'm sick of that yeah. game already. Um, yeah, we did. There's big news this week. Do you want to go through the game yeah. first and then talk about few other stages. topics? A few Richmond stages. Yeah. Um, all right, so i got the score here. Mate, it's very Dockery yep. scoreline. Uh, seven goals, eight fifty to two goals, seven nineteen. Have we had a dry game this year? Nah, but we seem to be getting. I think like we two, seem to be maybe a bit better in the wet. Oh, we still hand pass it seven times yeah. too many. Um, we get to my impression of the Dockers is they're like, all right, we need to play really measured from the back pocket all the way up to the ground until we get to 60 metres from goal and then we can just chop our heads off and do whatever we want. Like, stop thinking about it. and We're easily finding all these little targets and then we get to 60 metres from goal and just, like, poop our pants. Unless it's, like, like Mundy or Walters or someone a bit cleverer. Um, 
Even Sarong sometimes is good to have the ball going into 50. But um, yeah, everyone just poops their pants, it man. Was. We're a big poopy pants yeah. team at the moment. It was a bit of a weird. It was a weird game. We fairly in when you look at it, like Sydney didn't really look dangerous at any point. I thought we did really well to contain no. them. So when you look at the game, it's like long as it's like we got this under control. Like they're not kicking goals. We're slowly yeah. kicking it over. Like sweet, we'll grind this out to get me four points. And they fit yeah. to make same with the Hawthorne win. Unfortunately, we should have. Unfortunately, we didn't beat Carlton, but. Should have beat the Hawks, we beat Hawks. Should have beat Sydney, we beat Sydney. It's like, it's good to tick boxes, I feel like. As Yeah, I um, agree. And not the prettiest Mate. game, but so, like, that never never bothered us. And we had a few good highlights. You know what? Freo don't win no. pretty. Freo no. don't win pretty. Um, Dark and Oz were talking about what's our brand this week. And I was thinking, you know, ugly football. And if we start winning with ugly football, that's when we know Freo are back. And we sort of, not ugly at the moment, but it's sort of just like, we're just getting it done finally. Yeah. And, you know, good teams get yeah. it done. And it's not always these, like, you know, 100-point wins and stuff like that. But you just get it I done. Thought, you play a half of football that's average and you get it done or whatever. I thought there was some great, like, lob clunking some in the goal square and just, like, kicking them. It's like, sweet, pencil those in. Fife yeah. not blazing away in the last quarter, chipping it short. Old Schultzy pops up for his... <laughs> His quick, quick goal. Oh, uh, Schultzy. He's one of my. He's one. Of, he's what someone I want to hear what you think about. My note on him was Schultz just keeps doing just enough. <laughs> Few run like two rundown tackles and a goal a game, and he'll stay in the team. But you just look at him, and you're like, oh, I'm not confident when he's. A lot of class in the goal. I thought Mundy's goal was very classy. I thought Chera's goal. Chera's Mundy's goal, goal was, clutch, was very good. Yeah. Freddie slamming that one through from 50 was pretty promising. Very interesting, Freddie. So if we start being able to kick goals from 45 metres, we are a dangerous team. Because the problem is <laughs> we keep getting the ball to like 50 and then trying to bomb to the goal square where everyone's standing or, you know, like just farting around with it on the 50 with hand passes and then we turn it over and everyone's in our forward line. If we can just get a mark at 45 and kick the goal, like, that's why Pav was yeah. so good. Because he could, he just had this range. He was like a range of about 50, 55 metres. Do you reckon? So we didn't need to get it to him in the pocket. Do you reckon yeah, they pulled Freddie aside and they were like, listen, Freddie, you can be quick, you can be skillful, and you can kick it from outside 50, but you cannot be all three. So pick one now. We can't have you. We, <laughs> yeah. Which one do you want to be? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> It's like Schrodinger's player. He can only be one at any time, but he's sort of all of them like, as do well. Not be quick and, you cannot be quick <laughs> and kick it from outside 50. Like, have you gone to the training class to kick it 30 and high? Because we need you to attend that. He's <laughs> <laughs> it's in class Monday morning with um, uh, Matera and like special guest Ballard. The other thing with like the 60 metre to 50 metre range, it is such an. I find the top of the goal square one, like when players pull the kick. It's so awkward. It's like yeah. it's almost like it's so unnatural because they. It's like they spear it. It's hard to set. It's hard to set someone up from that range, like to give them enough time in the air to judge it and time their run, but also to put it to a dangerous spot. Like I feel like if you pop it up, they've got enough time to run. Defenders just like squandle that. They get numbers to it. Well, it's only good if the team that you're, like, your teammates know you're going to do that. So, like, Schultz tried that, kicked it to three yeah. defenders. 
It's like, Schultzy, mate. Like, was this a set play? If no one else knows it's happening, there's no point kicking it there. It's a different... How about our players just learn to kick 50 metres? Like, hey, if you can't kick 50 metres, like, unless you're Sam Mitchell or Caleb Daniel, like, you're no use to us. <laughs> and none of our players are either those two players. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, the Indigenous Jumpers, man. They were pretty oh, good. How good is Indigenous? Pretty, indigenous I was pretty happy with that. I might get one of them. Indigenous Round hey. is building itself up. As, um, after Anzac, I love Anzac weekend. I think we normally play, don't we normally play North Melbourne uh, Anzac Day? And we have... We have a few times. I don't think we have a team though. Like, I think we just do whatever. Um, because AFL's like, no, we only have traditions yeah. for other no teams. Traditions. You can't start uh, a tradition. Yeah. No traditions, even though like the Anzac medal started in like the nineties or something. Like it's like all these traditions that they like hold dear are like recent things while we've been alive. But Indigenous Round, I'm, yeah, it's I'm a big stupid. fan of it, especially for the Dockers. I think Dockers they've like they've played. Dockers should be given the Indigenous Round. It should be the Dockers Round. It should be like Anzac Days for Collingwood and Bombers. Dockers. We should have the Indigenous Round as our choice. Like, fuck this thing at the G. Yeah, dream time at the G. Dream time at the G. Oh. Don't we play the I most... have that. We've, we've played the most Indigenous players of any club in the AFL. Yeah, yes. Hands down, yeah. pants down. And also, we've had a, an Indigenous player in every game bar one, which was in our first season. So it's like a thousand games. However many we've had since like, yeah. we started. Uh, it's ridiculous how many Indigenous players. And and we had the most in one game, which was eight or nine. I think this was in a quiz to you recently. Like, we've got all these Indigenous records. We are literally an Indigenous cop, oh, basically. One, as close as you can get. That, yeah, awesome round. Um, and really good that Liam Henry got to pop up and debut in that. That's something that I think is awesome for him to carry on. Yeah, really um, good. What do you think about Henry's yeah, exciting. game? Yeah, um, Looked like he was pretty keen to take the game. I like I like the look of him. I think he was a little bit... He wasn't as clean with his disposal and could have been a bit, you know. But he's obviously electric and he's got he's got that X factor. He's got that pace. He's Unfortunately, he's got that thing where he's probably got pace and high skill. So we're probably going to have to train one of them out of him. We've just got to pick which... We can't make yeah. him slow. So it's not yeah. what we're doing. I don't know. I reckon... If Weber, we'll get onto Weber soon. If Weber was still around, he'd just make him weigh like a hundred kilos. That'll slow. It's like that'll slow him down. <laughs> Stephen Hill him. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. I think Henry looks like like he presented like a player that had played way more than one yeah. game, but he just still needs to. And, and I think he admitted to it. He was like the game pace got him. And then even when he wasn't rushed, he felt rushed, and that's why he bombed his yeah. decisions. I reckon this. I reckon this week he, we could even see Hugh. Like he, he sounds like because he was under Sammy Wallace, mate, one of our good mates at Christchurch. Um, and what uh, Sammy said, he was just like very astute. Would self evaluate himself a lot in terms of football and life. But I feel like he'd be a very coachable person. So they'd be like, all right, so you see these yeah. things like work on X, Y, Z and he'd go work on it. And then he'd probably be thinking similar things of ways to improve his game. I, think, I feel like this week he'll be, be like much better for that last run and he'll be one that grows yeah, every game. Sure. 
Um, he's not he's not going to be like a lazy player no, or anything like he that. He looks like he's going to be consistent, and I I really like the look of everyone that we've bought through him and mate, him and old fast Fred. I don't mind fast Fred. Yeah, I'm getting into him. Did you want to go into the? Did you want to do the five player thing? Because we're doing players now. We've pretty much already done two or three, haven't we? Um, all right, I'll pick one that I want you to talk about. Lob. I, I, this week, this Thoughts. week, big fan on him. Lob stats. Where'd Lob finish up? I'm trying to get his. Seven disposals, second last behind Stephen, like in front of Stephen Hill, who got six. Stephen Hill was my next one for you, by the way. Lob. Five kicks, one goal. Five yeah, marks. one goal, one. How many marks? Five marks. So five kicks, five marks, pretty good. He's still a contested marking beast. But what do you think about him? He, I, I wish he could rotate into the ruck better, or he could be a bit more dominant around the ground. I don't know if I if I really like him just living in the forward line. I think he needs to work on his around the ground. Like he needs to be more utility. Like, he needs to be able to roam around and still damage in the midfield. He just needs to add a little bit more to his game. Like, he can't just sit in the goal square all game. Like, he, he can and he can't. But, like, it'd be great if he could play... In- well, I feel the problem is, if he was sitting in the goal square all day, great. But if every time he runs in, he does 10 <laughs> twinkle toes and kicks it a mile to the left, like, he hooks the shit out of it when yeah. he does that. And I know it's like a personal thing and he's aware of it and he's it's like a nervous tick now. Like, um, I heard him talk, like, oh, there was an article about it. He's, like, been trying to train it out and at training he doesn't do it. And then in games he's, like, worried about taking marks. Like, it must be like an anxiety thing for him and it's probably horrible. But it's like, mate, how hard is it to not twinkle toes? Like, it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's a speech. He should do the golf thing and aim. Like, just walk just aim in. like, 30 metres to the, to the right. And just allow for your hook. Yeah. Or he should just not go back at all. He should have a two-step run-up. Two-step run-up, done. Through, like, that's where I reckon the sidestep's really good. Like, just, just if, you, if you're 15 metres out, don't think about it. Clear, look around, clear some space, and just take two steps and slam it through. Don't just... Unless you're Matt oh, Tabner. Yeah, taps. You go back. You go back every time, buddy. You get a different set of rules. Tabs, <laughs> Tabs literally needs an earpiece in. Every time he's about to do something, he dump Tabs. Oi, Tabs. No. No, 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 no. No. Bad Tabs. He's like, oh. <laughs> How come lots of that? All right, good Tabs. Yeah. How come? <laughs> this is unfair. Bloody J-Lo. Um, all right, have you got a play to ask me yeah. about? Another Brennan Cox. Mate, Cox was killing it at the start of this game. <laughs> hey, he took like five contested marks, intercept marks in the first quarter. Mm. He took so many intercept marks. But obviously he was playing against like the Sydney Reserves forward line. Um, so we can't get too carried away. But at the same stage, I'm glad that finally our players are taking advantage of playing against yeah. like... Generally, it's the other way around. Like our players are the undersized ones and then some guy comes and monsters yeah. them. Um, oh no, I, I was impressed. I, he used the ball well as well, which I thought was impressive. So he was good. Um, carry on, Coxie. Big Cox. All right, I've got one for you. Where'd he go? 
Oh no, I lost him. Conquer. Oh, why are you giving me the negative what ones? What do you think about Conks? <laughs> no, Conquer was a good one as I well. He's, he's, he's Conquer. Conquer held yeah, what's, his, old, what's his name to like nothing. He's not the back line, but I just, I still don't quite get him. I still don't like where we're, I don't know where we're heading with him. Like he's just one of those mature guys we're keeping around, but like. Conquer held Papley to zero yeah. goals. Oh, played his role. Terrific. Mate, no one. Papley was one of those players until recently that had scored a goal in every game. I thought he was leading the Coleman like, at one point, wasn't he? He was a couple of weeks ago, yes. Um, so Papley is a good player and Conker played a very good role on him. Yes, their midfield was getting spanked. But like Papley's just one of these like annoying guys that runs around and ducks for free kicks and things. Like Conker's sort of like, that was sort of like a Crowley role in the back yeah. line. Like, he just got it done. Just got it done. Needed to get it done. Kept him to nothing. Was like, he'll probably get um, Doig medal votes for that game, even though he barely got much of the ball. Like, I don't think he had that much of the ball. How much of the ball did he get? Yeah, so he was like average in terms of disposals, but um, very much uh, one of our better players in terms of the role he would have played internally. All right. Sorry, I I took over your convo. But I didn't mean it as a bad... I didn't mean it as a negative one. That's why... Oh, it was an interesting one. Bag him out. I'll give you one more. Hey! Someone that I'm enjoying watching. Old Sarongi. Oh, the barley yeah. skirt. Um, mate, played a role again. Played on um, Luke Parker, who's a really good player. I like Luke Parker, man. Um, oh, very impressed. Continues to impress. Three clearances, 400 metres gain, 20 touches... He's having a um, purple looks patch. like that sort of... He is. He looks like the sort of player that when he gets the ball as the, like, someone wins the ball in the middle and hand passes to him, we're like, sweet, we're on here. Whereas you know how it used to be like, even if it was Fife getting that one, it's like, oh, this is going to be a high snap yeah. kick to nobody. Um, whereas, no, he's like, he's just a clever user. He's Mun- Junior Mundy. Or like maybe Lockie yeah, Neal. But yeah, he, he's sort of... Mm. Enjoying watching him. Very good. All right. All right. I've got one more for you, and I've got something to say about this person as well. Where is he? Talon Duman. Oh, no. You've taken it as a negative again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, well, no, he was good. He was good. The whole back line's playing way out of there. Mm. Um, I had the back line as one of my best. Yeah. yeah. Our, our back line basically won, like us from the back six, midfield was onto it, and yeah, we reaped the rewards from what the back six was doing. Dumain's actually, him getting around all Luke Ryan, he's having, he hasn't had a bad run. I do have... Oh, Luke Ryan's all Yeah, Australia. I do have question marks over the long term of Dumain when we get our play, you know, when we get back to a full list, but... What are, what are your yeah, thoughts on that? Well, he's the first to go when uh, Pierce and, and Logue and <laughs> Ham. We literally have three, like, very good defenders to come in. Just, <laughs> the old noodle arm defender. Man, he, he's still surprisingly damaging in the back line. Like, wins a lot of contests for his size. He's clean enough yeah. as well. He's clean enough. Um so Duck was talking. I was listening to Purple Rain earlier today. Duck was talking about calling. Uh, he's like the Bash Brothers, and then he was like Conker and Ethan Hughes, the librarians. 
Um, <laughs> but then I reckon uh, <laughs> um, the other skinny backmen, like Taylor Duman and Tobe Watson, are the choir boys. They just look like two boys that would be singing in the choir, man. Maybe not Duman with his tats, but like there's these two skinny like school kids that would definitely be in the choir. He does, yeah, he does. If you walk, if you were that one's for you, if Ducky. You were walking into that, like walking, you're heading down to the back, like you're walking as a Sydney forward. You're walking down there, you're like, oh man, like how? You're like, oh, we are on here. Noodles. <laughs> yeah, noodles. Um, no, very good, mate. I've got a couple of little points about um, some other stuff to talk to you about. Uh, firstly, the Brisbane Lions are running a very dockery operation at the moment. They've won two games and they've scored less goals than the opposition in both games. Just heaps of quick singles. They're slamming them through, away. Eh? I don't know. I watched the last... Mate, they are quick singling something. They, I watched the last two minutes against... Who'd they just get out of jail with last week? North? Oh, was it North? North and then someone else. And, um... Oh, yeah, what's-his-name was fuming about it. Fagan? He was absolutely... Mate, they are missing the easiest yeah. goals. It's just like, kick a goal. Yeah. They're in their own head now, I it's, Yeah, it's crazy what they're doing to themselves. Um, so that was the first one. Second one is... Mate, our boy Freddie cops some racial abuse. Someone called him, like, a, like a bad N-word, like, phrase... Like, mate, I reckon what they should do is, firstly, I think Facebook and Twitter and stuff should have a sting. If they want to stamp it out, they should have a sting where it's like, you can only post, you can read anything you want anonymously, but you can only post if you're verified yeah. so they know who you are. Mate, there'd be 99.9% less racist vitriol posted if people had to, if they knew who was posting it. I don't it. even know what that person was on about and why you would where you find the time of the day to jump on and say that to... Um, yeah. But I'm glad that he shared it. Like, it gives you... Like, imagine that. Just copping that. It galvanised the club a bit. I reckon it'll galvanise the boys around Freddie as well. It might be good for Freddie in the end. Like, you'll get support from way more people than he would have been. Um, but it's obviously pretty horrible for stuff. People have to deal with shit like it's that. It's so annoying as well. well like, we, we can't understand nah, it. But, yeah. Like, it is annoying. It's just, it just detracts from a... Like, he had a pretty good game. Kicked a goal. It's like... How you can think... Bit, bit think flat. you got this... Wherever he's come from, whatever he's done, he's obviously got this super cool story, like pretty crazy, good footballer. He's come from Adelaide. Like, where are you from? What have you done? Like, what's going on with this guy? Rather than being excited about him, it's like, no, nah, you'd way rather talk to me. I'm way interested in me mate Daryl from Quinana. He's way cooler than this bloody black dude over here. For the, like, literally. Like, is, yeah. It's literally, it's literally... You don't even... Some person with too much time wanting to piss yeah, people Freddy off. Yeah, Freddie seems like he's a terrific story. Why you wouldn't be interested in, in why? And what's he done? Like, what's he done to piss anyone off? Like, he hasn't. Yeah. Like, he hasn't even done anything that you would be like. All right, I can see why you could be like, oh, he shouldn't have ducked his head then or whatever. Like, he hasn't. He has done not. He's not stepped a toe out yeah. of line. He's just. <laughs> he's not towing the line at all. His eyes are a little bit too far apart. <laughs> his hair grows on the top Mate. five percent of his head, and he's too quick for he's his own. Way kick, too quick. <laughs> his hair literally grows on five percent of his head backwards. Just, it, 
it goes grows back. He should grow it out and grow it because t- he's so fast. Yeah, actually, though, he should grow a tall fro. <laughs> oh yeah, as in like a yeah, flat top. Mate, he has got. He, once he gets settled like, a bit more comfortable in his own skin, yeah, I reckon he'll rock it. Like he'll rock a sick car. Yeah, a flat back, top. That'd be sweet. Pretty seasoned. And be like, oh boy, we on here. He's already he's already a cop yeah. figure. Imagine him rolling like a flat top or something. Fans love him, eh? Him and Liam Henry got good good. Um, I mean, sure. It's, it's, uh, it's super yeah. Um. All right, mate. So some. Oh, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we talk about big news this week. So I reckon Hogan's role in the team is going to like he should come in this week, in my opinion. Hogan's role in the team should be the link man. So when Hogan played this year and last year, when he got the ball between the wing and 60 metres, generally his kick was really creative. Plus, he either takes the best defender or the best defender goes to tabs, which it probably would these days. And then Hogan's on the second or third defender. Like, it is literally, if it's dry, Hogan should come in. Like I, I feel like it is tactically an awesome decision to bring Hogan in now that our other forwards, like not necessarily Lobs in a purple patch, Tabs is in a purple patch, Lobs marking everything. So we've got a giant, a two-meter giant that's marking everything. We've got Tabs who is, you know, fourth or fifth in the Coleman and then bring Hogan in and clubs are like, shit, who do we play on Hogan? Like, do we put our best defender on him like it'll just create chaos for defense i, 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 I feel yeah, and plus he's very he's he's very effective and we've made him hungry by keeping him out of the team put him in put him in and play as like a sweeping role between halfback and forward like he's the the link up the the um, scott lynch well that was a good gear bit <laughs> the scott lynch role from adelaide so scott lynch tom lynch role from adelaide um, I, I feel like Hogan could be such a value add at the moment if he comes in uh, and it would create chaos. So I really want Hogan to come in. All right. I know how much you love that, man. Mate, I'm a big... I've still got a big Hogan After saying Hogan that, though, after saying you'd like to see him play up the ground and do all that, would you still put him in a three or more goal? Big three pen. Three or more goal bet or two or more? Every time he plays. <laughs> I want him up the ground feeding everyone. Side note. Mate, I have so note. much. I think I have 60 bucks on him for the um, Coleman, and he hasn't scored a goal yet this year. Every time I go into my sports bet, there's four pending bets because I put like three different bets on him. I was like, he's blown out. I'm going to put more money on him. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Side oh, note. Just- Side note, put some... Oh, yo, tell us about your big win on the weekend. Oh, I wanted to get... I was going to do that. Actually, I had a little thing I wanted to do when we were going to do... Talk about it in yeah, punting. Yeah, I've got a good story for that. Mate, we've got two very big big news items at the moment. Firstly, Darty McCrafty. Oh, how sad. Oh, was actually a bit sad. This was my first thought. I literally wrote this down because I was like, we are letting a true dockery docker go... At age 25. Yeah. Like, I feel weird. About, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, he was a dockery docker. Like, he was so dockery and so awkward looking and playing. And you never knew what you were going to get from him. Like, he was a docker. Like, I feel like 
I'm not upset at all that we took him. And I, I know there's this really interesting draft case how we got Lob, Logue, Hamling. No, Lob, Logue, um, and Lukey yeah, Ryan for Luke him, him, as well as him. It's um, interesting. But yeah. Maybe he doesn't fit. Maybe we're stacked in the forward line. I'm not sure, but it seems weird that it, a one year contract for him is. I'm not sure what. I don't know, maybe a disagreement with the club, maybe he wanted a longer-term deal. I could see him getting a... I think COVID fucked him. I think Hogan did I think well, if I think COVID wasn't room, on... there's room for him. I don't know. I think COVID fucked him, like, because they're going to be lists, like, um, contractions. Like, there'll be two or three, mate, two or four less players next year. I think they're going to shorten the list. And, like, all clubs, sorry. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it just ended up that it was his unlucky time that his contract was ending next year and he'd been injured and he had that epilepsy thing and I don't know. We've always said on um, the show... I feel weird about it. I feel I actually feel weird about it, Darty going he, out. He, he was like a natural... We're going to talk about him heaps in the listeners' questions because people, that's going to come up. We'll probably talk about it more there, but... He, he was a natural forward. Like, he would... He, he kicks goals, like... He's a great set shot. Sharp he's shooter. He's great on the lead. He good field clunk. kick as well. He, yeah. Good out in front. Good field kick. Needed to be the Chris Main role, except not a pressure forward, like the the cl- like classy, like a Gunston role almost. Like he's just the extra forward that kicks goals. Yeah. It was a weird one. Yeah. Um, very yeah. much so. Yeah, a bit sad about that. I don't know how I feel. And I feel like the Doka will probably be pretty upset with that oh. too. Like, he's posted a few things. I hope he left on good... As long as he left on, I don't know. As long as he found... I don't know. I, look, if he, if he ended up playing for an opposition club, and same as when um, Crowley came back, I reckon he would be incredibly well-received by everyone. And everyone would be stoked, I reckon, if he got another AFL chance. I don't think we've seen the last of the old Dard stuff. I hope he pops up. Well, I feel like that about Benel at the moment. Yeah, haven't seen last in him. But you know who we have seen the last of, Juddy? Who? Going from uh, all-time lows with Darty leaving, the Dockers sweetened it with the closing of the dungeon. Oh, mate, do you reckon the Dockers were like, fuck, the fans are going to be pretty upset with <laughs> with Darty leaving. Uh, should we get rid of Weber as well? Mate, you know what I heard? What I heard actually some really good, like, in knowledge, what actually happened with Weber leaving. So Freya were going to the new hub and, um, like, a few of the other coaches too. And I think this happened with maybe Darty and maybe... Um, uh, Jason Carter as well. So Weber goes to Belly, like he's ending his contract this year. He's like, mate, like, what's the go? Like, am I going to get a contract next year? And Belly's like, mate, TBA. <laughs> <laughs> and <he> said, <laughs> Weber's cracked it. And Belly's like, mate, now you know how we feel. Catch ya. Who told you that story? Uh, I made it up in my head. <laughs> I hope it went like that. The TBA king. Dude, it hands down went like that. The performance specialist that somehow ended up in charge of 
too much responsibility and landed himself in a role that was in way over his head and he didn't perform, he's gone and he should be gone. Um, I think he was on high coin too. Oh, you'd imagine like so. Like he was, yeah. But yeah. God, he was terrible. Poor yep. Benel. Um, well, I don't know. Like, yeah, he did. I don't think he was. I think he had too much responsibility and would, could overrule, like, medical staff. You know, the other thing I heard was, a good mate of mine's a, a sports doctor in training, like, doing the subspecialty. He was saying that, like, pretty much every AFL club has a sports doctor in their medical team. Freo have a GP, who's the big, the bit overweight guy, quite overweight guy that's at Dockers Games, and an anaesthetist. They don't have a sports doctor that's full-time. They have one sports doctor that's part-time. Why do they have an anaesthetist? Uh, that's a good good sports... Mate, I don't know. Why do they have a GP? <laughs> what do they need, scripts? What do they need? Are they getting put to uh, sleep heaps? Uh, literally. Well, a few of them probably are, so that Weber can have his crack. That was probably all Weberisms. Uh, 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 come in for us. Weber's like, can you just anaesthetise this new guy? I need to teach him a few lessons in the dungeon. Um, but yeah, so definitely I think we need, like, the, sh- the shake-up is good. I think, um, Duff and Cordes, Duff, Cordes doesn't have anything profound to say. Duff was saying today that Frio are, um, just shaking it up and maybe the, maybe Weber wasn't the, the culprit for everything, but they just needed new eyes and, um, Duck, Duck and I was just saying that, uh, the new the new three people being um, who is it garlic belly and J Lo are sort of bringing their new brand now because they're all around the same time and so shake it up get new new blood yeah. in there it's not like the old blood was doing Will that we good. get Solomon I'd be happy with Solomon maybe that's why he yeah, left when I seen that he left I wondered that and I looked I flicked through the old Dorcas chat he applied for the free yeah, job I heard him yeah I think he went up in odds for a bit there he might have overtaken J-Lo and that's when we slammed a heap of money on J-Lo mate we us getting that <laughs> us winning that bet that was ludicrous that he went to four dollars because of a Kim Hagdorn article Thank you, Kim. Um, Wait, speaking of punning, can Kim. we roll into some roughies? Yeah, all right, let's do it. And then we'll go to listeners' questions. I want to do the... Well, I wanted to quickly launch into the... Tell us your story, man. Tell us your so, story. If anyone bets with Tab Touch, they should they should know what lucky numbers or favourite numbers is. So favourite numbers is a lotto system on horse racing. So you pick numbers between... So I didn't know about this until literally a week ago when you told me about it. So continue on. Please explain it. I reckon Duck wouldn't know you what it is. Numbers, or maybe you he pick would. Numbers before eleven a.m. on Wednesday and Saturday. As in, you pick between one, one and, and twenty. One and thirty. Cool. Seven, Go on. Seven selections cost you fifty cents, and then it obviously goes up. You need seven selections. So what does eight $4? cost? Oh, because it's like a multiplier. It's sort of like putting on a box uh, trifecta. Well, more, more like lotto, you know, slick pick. More chances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. You need seven right numbers to clear the kitty to win the whole lotto. But if you share it, it's like a division one winner. You share it with a bunch of people. It's divided. Right. So you've got the context. 
It's very lotto. Uh, at 11 o'clock, at 11.01, they allocate races from 1 to 30. Perth race 1 might be number 1. Adelaide race 1 might be number 2. Melbourne. Yeah. It's random, random, isn't it? Like, how do they just do it? Random. It's just randomised. Yeah. With, I think with maybe four races to go, or maybe five races to go, six winning numbers were in. I had all six. I had yeah. one race left. So only six winning numbers had come in. I had all six. Yeah. And you, only, you put a 50 cent bet down. $4. So I had eight. One, one of mine had lost, so I had eight. So yeah, I had gotcha. Six. So I watched. The kitty was worth 115000 So we had it. We watched a race for that. Unfortunately, I didn't get that. And out of the other four races, two favourites won. So I got six out of the eight. So I ended up picking up $1,400 with, I think, 40 other people, I think. <laughs> because it didn't go to seven winning numbers... Half the kitty rolls over to next week. So this Saturday is a massive jackpot. So it only paid... Yeah. Mate, can I just transfer you four bucks and you put one on for me too? And I'll this, pick is, some numbers. this is where I was heading with it though. I want you to pick your seven favourite Docker jersey numbers and players. And Done. I'm going to put it yep. on every week. And then as a part of Ruffy's Club, we're going to talk about... We'll see how yeah, we go. Yeah, might as well keep punting. So, it's a great man. 50 cents Mate, for a ticket. done. You know what I'm going to look up right now <laughs> is Docker's jersey numbers. I already know I already know most so of what them. So, you, what's your favourite um, jersey numbers and plays? Give me seven. Well, Pav's right, number 29, one. Like, 29. And that's in there. 29. So, um, all right. Pav's number one. Can't have Wizard. Who else did I like? Uh, Ballas, number one, I reckon. Number one. I'm going to go Fifey 7. Yep. That's 3. Um, ooh. Dave Mundy in 16. Yep. Um, love me. Oh. What else do I want? Oh, a little bit of Sun Sun Walters in 10. Yeah, 10 is a bad one. Who else do I want? Oh, a bit of Lukey Mack in 18. Lucky last. Who else we got? Lucky last. Clive and Kepler in 26. I like that. So what I'll do every week, I'll give you an update. I'll let you know which players won their won their race, who lost, how we went. You know, Ballers might get a win. Mundy might get a win. And we'll see if so yeah, 50 love cents. It. We'll slam that on every. Slam that on every week, and who knows, Jenny? Mate, this could be the best betting. Mate, fifty cents if we win. If we win a hundred grand, <laughs> I know I work with a guy that won, oh, that God. won eight grand from a fifty cents ticket, so that was pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of it is a lot of fun, like because you watch if you're watching the races and you've got fifty cents on you, you hope the favourite wins in in your race and, and so on and so forth. So it's a bit of, yeah. I, I like the harmless little ones. That's good. Yeah. But mate, it's minimal output I got for, that on a, for I a got bit that of on fun. A sticky note. I'm going to slam that on. So what'd you win? 1500. Uh, yeah, 1430. I ended up winning. It's pretty good, mate. What'd you do with the money? Just withdrew it. <laughs> it's, it's, 
with your cash and took it home, put it under the pillow. It's in the yeah naughty money to pay the maid with. Money needs converting to to sensible money. You got to get it in cash. You got to get naughty money in cash, mate. Withdrawing it would have been the absolute worst thing. You got to put that straight into your. No, nah, it didn't get put on red. It got withdrawn for a rainy day, so it's yeah, no. But yeah, that's probably not a bad you, thing. It probably cost you that much to get down to Perth these days, wouldn't it? Yeah, fourteen thirty wouldn't hit the sides for me to go have a big run and muck in Perth. Yeah, mate. All right, I got some questions coming up yep. for you. Some real good ones too. All right, the first one's just Ducky's favourite darty things, which I'm... Well, Ducky's favourite darty moment was the, like, sort of half soccer goal at the G versus Melbourne. I remember that. Mate, I watched that game in Rockhampton, which (laughs) is, like, the broom of Queensland, except 0% as nice and 100% more crap. (laughs) It's the armpit of Australia, Rockhampton. Mate, don't go there. the Bundy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, Bundy's just Bundy's in Bundaberg, which is just below Rocky. It's like, an, like a couple of hours away. Um, but, yeah, Rockham is worse than that. Do you and get tucked into a, the Bundy's over there? Do you ever have a couple of Bundy's? Mate, I do not go near the fucking Bundy's to save my life. I would prefer to die a slow slow Square bear? than it's drink one Bundy. Oh, it's disgusting. It's, it's not a good drink. It's not a good drink. Um, his three weirdest looking, <coughs> pardon me, units were Tony Delaney, Crichton, which is one of my ones as well, Jesse Crichton, and Scotty T, the ghost who walks. Yeah. Ghost in the machine. Mate. Very good. I need to get, hold on, I'll get, I haven't pulled up face. Have you got the questions up? Yeah, mate, get them up. Good response this way. Uh, yeah, hold on, talk, talk. Mate, the next two are good. I'll do the next two nah, because their mate, their mates, their mates are mine from Perth. <laughs> oh, the brothers. Good, good the blokes. Boys. Yeah. So Timmy and Andrew Shakespeare. Andrew Shakespeare was in my primary school year, uh, and Timmy Shakespeare is his younger brother. Tim played for a uni footy club for a bit, which is good. Um, but yeah, used to used to hang out with these boys heaps in primary school and early high school. We used to play heaps of like PS two oh. and have. Epic indoor cricket like matches. Nah, indoor mate. Like this is like literally inside their living room. Like these weird rules we create. It was pretty good. We'd play like test matches and shit in their living room. Uh, we had, I had a lot of good good times with those two dudes. Poets. Um, Tim Timmy Shakespeare. Yeah, the poet Timmy Shakespeare. His three weirdest were Bootsma, Daniel Shell. <laughs> also very dockery. Daniel Shell played waffle like he played AFL and played AFL like he played amateurs, basically. Uh, he used to kill waffle and came into AFL and would just stink harder than anything. Um, and Andrew Seagate, because um, he looked like the bloke from Star Trek. Um, Andrew Seagate was a weird, weird player as well. Number 33. Oh, that was ship. Uh, what number was Seagate? Andrew, uh, there was a ship that wore number 33 for a bit too. His favourite daddy moment was the goal from the boundary against Port when we were getting smashed. We oh, celebrated yeah. like it was goal of century. Mate, it probably was goal of century. TBH. 45 on the boundary. Mate, things are about to get daddy. There's a pretty good Doka meme 
where we were getting flogged by Essendon in that um, last game of last year, yeah. like Sandy and Bowers' last game, and Darty kicked, and it's like things are about to get Darty. <laughs> he kicks a goal with like six minutes left to put us only forty <laughs> points down. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. All right, do you want to read one? Yeah, I'll go to the other, but I'll go Andrew. Go Andrew. Yeah, Andrew is my mate from um, primary school. With tabs pretty much in my, with tabs pretty much in my mind at least, a cult hero at Frio. Would you say he'd be more at home in the number twenty six Guernsey? I think he'd sit very comfortable along e- Clive and Kepler. Excellent yeah. suggestion. That is amazing. Get him in twenty six. I reckon we should reserve twenty six harder than we reserve twenty nine. Twenty six should definitely man Kepler. Kepler's such a gun. Kepler. No, that's a great suggestion. I reckon, and then if people start looking a bit like Dockery, get him in the 26. <laughs> <laughs> get him in. Who is 26 now? Uh, is it, it, it was, um, you went to Melbourne, wasn't it? It was, um, wasn't Langdon running oh, around Oh, was it, um, was it Langdon? Langdon was playing with us last year and it's very easy to forget. He like what number? I think it was Langdon last year. All right. Um, yeah, I'm almost certain you're right. Very good by you. Cheers. I'll take that one. That's unlike um, you. My favourite um, Kepler moment um, was when they did the they interviewed all the Dockers and asked them what social media they like using the most or something, and it went to Kepler, and he's like, "Don't have an email address." Don't even really have a computer. Still send mail. Mail by the letter. <laughs> Sends telegrams. He's just like, he's like, nah. Mate, Kepler's one of the all-time great dudes, though. I've met him out a few times. Uh, and he's like, he loves a chat, loves a oh. beer. He's like the, he's sort of like a Xavier Ellis type. Yeah. Like, just this dude that's more about his mates than he is he's about footy. clunking and kicking. And just ended up playing footy. in country football. We should bring yeah. back that segment where we follow Mate, ex-AFL enough. players in random country leagues and see oh, how they're going. Who, who, is, who is the guy we got from Essendon that had done like 4,000 hamstrings and then he did 400 more at Freo because he was under Weber? Um, oh, what was his name? I forget him now. We brought him in he, for one year. We followed. And then he took a hang in country footy. <laughs> then we played the video. He took a huge hanger. Like, well, like, dude, why didn't you do that when you played for us, you idiot? I, I think he never played a game, actually. Yeah. Too many hangies. His hammy was hanging on by a thread. Um, all right. I got a, a Rosie CJ one. If Bella's having a clean out, who else should be worried? As much as I love Sandy. Oh, so I was like, what? Sandy's already gone. I don't mean cutting him. As much as I love Sandy, he always looked like a caveman with two perpetual black yeah, eyes. Yeah, his eyes were back. Um, yeah. Who else should be worried? He's probably gonna, they're probably going to clean out old. Um, well, what's that time gone? Um, Hale, Matera. Oh, coach wise, yeah. yeah. David Hale. Oh man, I could probably get rid of most of the coaches except Josh Carr. Uh, well, we've got rid of Pryor and Rock, who have been there through the uh, line days. I reckon. Solomon comes in and just run like a Solomon Carr, Justin Longmuir job, and then it's like old school Dockers. Mm. Get, 
and then get Clive <laughs> back in as the Enigma coach. Get Clive back. <laughs> he only he only coaches the Enigmas. He's just on the look. Oh my god, Dusty Martin just kicked a huge na 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 goal. Right. Look, I'd go finish this, have another beer, and still watch a little bit of the footy. I'm going to get on to. Mate, it's only it's only just going half just after half time. You've got heaps of time. Um, all right, let's get Robert through this question. Darty well yep. up there. He couldn't even go to the hub because of his six inch sausage dog. That is true, I reckon. His sausage dog was pretty sweet though. Maybe. I'm glad you said dog after that. <laughs> Maybe if he had more than six between his ears, he might still be playing. Yeah, man. I think the worrying thing about that is is these guys so Lukey Ryan and Brennan Cox, I reckon they are in the darty mould of nothing between the ears. <laughs> and I worry that all it's going to take is a bad mistake and we'll lose, like, particularly Luke Ryan in an AA year. But then again, like, you look at Dusty Martin, you're like, mate, I don't think he's, like, the smartest to- like the, the smartest guy in the room or the sharpest tool in nah. the shed. Um, but he's killing it. So I think it's all back to how you're playing. If Darty was kicking two or three goals a game, no one would care how dumb he is. Mate, you're paid for the it's net all, it's, NFL. Yeah, well, yeah. You're paid for your stat sheet slash performance at the end of mm. the game. And if you do well, like Swanee, they were like, all right, Swanee, you're playing well every week, but you're getting pissed every <laughs> every night. Uh, but somehow you keep playing well. Mate. The only thing is, we don't want you to like drag other people down with you. But Daddy, yeah, Daddy, mate, when you're not playing games and you've got epilepsy, I don't know if you can be making any mistakes. And your rig looks like you've just walked off like, I don't know, like an Irish winter. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like white and very undefined. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, final question. Benjamin Foster, who's a long-time listener. Uh, the Darty football card photo shoot last year was pretty yeah. epic. Weird to think that he had 20 and kicked five first north. <laughs> Literally in round one last year, like 18 months I ago. A, I got a reminder on Facebook after that game from a status that I post. I booked the bus. Yeah. Book the bus. Book the bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we were doing a lot of bus booking. I then went to the Gold Coast game in the Gold Coast the next week, and we lost. <laughs> we lost to the Gold Coast. We were up by 19 points with, like, eight minutes left, and we conceded four goals. So that was pretty sweet, too. Um, all right, we have one more thing. Oh, man, i got two more things, actually. They both came to our, like, inbox. So Sheen Arnett, another um, uni footy club legend, who also went to Wesley, I think, with Tim Shakespeare. So there's a few Wesley boys, ex-Wesley boys. Uh, I also got this this mail too, so I was I was hot oh, on it. Sheen Arnett, g'day gents. Hope you are well after a boring Freya win. I saw some mail last week that Tabs has not been kicking bags on the field, but has been delivering bags off the field. Given he is in in the sort of form that the all-time greats would be jealous of, is he dominating, A, dominating because he's delivering bags to the people, i.e. positive bag correlation, or B, dominating because he's scaled his bag delivery, i.e. negative bag correlation. Keep up the good work and fuck the Eagles. Um, so the message I got, I replied to Sheehan and I was like, mate, did you get the same mail I got? I got a mail, 
I got a message into a Docker's thread, which is like ludicrous, um, saying, right, so my mate ordered some bags referring to cocaine on the weekend. Guess who rolled up and dropped them off? And it was like, so the story is that they reckon that some guy ordered cocaine from a dealer. The dealer rolls in and sells it to him. And in the passenger seat, Tabin is there. <laughs> That's a good bodyguard. It's the most lewd, it's the most ludicrous story. It's like Tab's just like taking his time out to do some, deliver bags That's for the one people. Of the worst rumors oh, that's come off your rumor mill. Oh, dude, I love it. I love that Sheen got it as well. Because it's one of those WhatsApp rumors that's oh, just that's been getting fine. around. It'd be on Big Footy or whatever. Yeah. And then Leone has one of the best offers ever, which I feel we should offer as a prize. Can you just get these sent to you by Leone? Like, we'll pay for postage. You'll pay for postage, actually. Um, we'll organize so Leone said, yeah. Hi, guys. Do you know of any Docker Tragics, which is all of us, who would like a collection of Freo games from 06 to 2010? Which is like not a bad period for us. That's a good run. Finals in 06. Finals in 2010. We miss, we miss oh, the good elimination God. year. We miss the first Ross Lyon final series. That's 2012. Yeah. yeah. 2010, yeah. 20, 2010, we beat Hawks in a, uh, elimination. Anyway, that's like a couple of... There's some wins in there. Um, pretty sure I only recorded games we won. This is so me. I, I'm downsizing, so there's no room for them. If I can't find a home, they'll be chucked. I was like, Leone, we will have them for sure. Like, worst case scenario, we'll just make them a, um, uh, like, me and you will just watch a game every <laughs> week. <laughs> we should. We'll do, like, a redockables, except just, like, a like Leone special. We should. Just, like, the game Leone thought we should we'll watch. do it. And then you can win a random prize, and we'll just hopefully we can hopefully send you a, yeah, disc, we'll send you a disc with a game on it that we don't know we don't know how we went, but we assume we won. That's the best <laughs> bit that we've won. We probably won. <laughs> She's pretty sure. <laughs> no, I love that. That's key. If anyone else has any weird docker shit that they don't want, we will highly likely like assist with the payment to get it to us, and then we'll just give it to Doug. <laughs> Very good. All right, should we talk about... Oh, pick a team for punting this week. We've had a long episode, but pick a team for punting. I said, will we skip through punting? There's two. There's two teams that we're going to want. I'm going to go Frio to beat GWS at 245, and you should go the Dogs at 250 to beat Geelong. Happy with that? Nah. <laughs> you realise you won the last one. I'm pretty sure you tipped Geelong to beat yeah, Port, and they did. Yeah, nah, Geelong. Oh... And I tipped Freo to beat Carlton, and we did. But then, fucking, I, I reckon it's the, the hurricane hit. It's the time of the Port Adelaide collapse. I reckon Sydney will do it. Oh, I was looking at that one too. Yeah, right. So you want yep. Sydney? What's Sydney paying? Like five bucks. Five fifty. Rough. Port. All right, sweet. That is rough. I like it. All right, what are your thoughts for this week's oh, game? Man, this weekend, the very dubs. important and looking. What? Very winnable. And looking more importantly um, through the fixtures and where the ladder's at, I think we play... So we play GWS who sit above us on the ladder and we play Melbourne... Melbourne and I think we have Essendon or Western Bulldogs as well. So teams... Dogs, do we have yeah. Dogs? So we've already played Essendon. Yeah, so 
We played Essendon in round one, yeah. Do we? Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, so we got Melbourne. So we've got GWS and Melbourne who both sit above us on 24 we've got points. Melbourne, yeah. So this is our opportunity to get close to the A and really fit. And I'm pretty sure the Dogs have a tough run home. Um, Carlton maybe might sneak in there. But, I, like, big chance to kind of... If we can finish around 9 to 10 mark, maybe just miss out. It's huge. I reckon that's such yeah. a good season for us. And it's great to... You need to beat yeah. teams around you. So GWS is a great test. Um, as well with the Melbourne one. Melbourne one will be a terrific test in the hub. But, um, yeah, it'd be good to... A 50-50 match. I reckon we're right in this, but it'd be good to give it a red-hot crack. Love it. Yeah, I, I honestly think GWS were out of form. Jeremy Cameron's out of form. Um, our forwards are in form. We've got lots of good youth excitement. Um, minimal injuries. Hogan could come in this week. I don't know where we what we do with Hogan to bring him in to push people out, but Hogan could come in this week. Um, I saw it's a dry day in Perth. Final home game probably for the year. Um, it's a huge. I think it's a huge occasion. Saturday night, if we can get some decent weather. A Saturday night, get Hogan in, have a good hit out against a team that's struggling, um, just a big e- exit from WA, and then go to Gold Coast, hang out with Juddie for a bit, <laughs> and um, it's a maybe morning. beat North Melbourne in uh, in Saturday in round 20. Oh, sorry, round 17. I do like our chances. Juddie's going to be there. Because the game we dropped against Carlton, I think we're due one. Um, but a big test, but the due to Jag big, big test. There's a lot of, you know, they've got expectations on their shoulders now, so it's it gets harder. They're shifting from the underdog to, um, you know, kind of making yeah. that change. I agree. This is a this is a game we should be right in. Yeah, I agree. Um, very good. All right, mate. Well, it's been a pleasure to for all those playing at home. It is third quarter in the Eagles game, and Richmond are up 56 to 33. Oh. So, four goal lead, and looking pretty good, Richmond. Any staging are. going on? Um, uh, there has been a few dives, but both teams. Um, and Richmond are going for inside 50 again, and just got a free kick downfield. So, Richmond having a shot to put it five goals ahead with seven minutes left in the third. So,. That's what time we recorded the pod, guys. So enjoy. Ah, yes. Beginning of the rot. All right, guys. Been a pleasure. Sorry about the long episode, but I hope it was enjoyable. All right. Till next week. See you, guys.